of Dear Roommate. This is my, I'm a transfer student. It's my second year at Howard. Last year I lived in Annex and this year I live in Towers West. Hi, my name is Layla Lewis. I'm a freshman jazz studies major, voice minor from Atlanta, Georgia. I serve as the freshman liaison and I currently stay in the best freshman dorm, (laughs) (laughs) Q-U-A-D. Uh, hey y'all, um, I'm Spencer Kelly again. I'm a senior international business major trying to graduate in May. Um, I'm one of your co-producers uh, of the podcast, also with uh, Onyx. I'm sorry, I almost called you Carrington. Uh, but Onyx, uh, who's behind the camera. Um, and since I've been here, I lived in Cook my freshman year. Uh, sophomore year, I lived in CHS. Uh, junior year, I lived in East and West Towers. Um, and senior year came, made it full circle, and I'm living in Cook again. Wow. All around. Yep. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Stephanie Patterson, junior human development major from Chicago, and I serve as video editor for Dear Roommate. <laughs> and um, so my freshman year, I lived in Quad, and then, <laughs> then my sophomore year, I lived in the Towers and West Towers. This year, my junior year, since they um, ran out of housing, like when I came, um, I had to get an apartment. So now I live in an apartment, which is luxurious. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right, so we're back with another episode of Dear Roommates. So we're here to lend a listening ear to your problems and give you some of our expertise. And this episode is a special episode. It's a live stream on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So. so let's get into it. All right, so for our new roommates, Dear Roommate is a student-run podcast in which we talk about roommate issues. We give you guys advice on how to deal with your roommates on Howard's campus. And we just have a lot of fun and we laugh a lot. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on behalf of the Dear Roommate cast and crew, Welcome to our live audience members. Thanks yes. for coming, and thank you to yep, clap for your yes, yes, yes. <laughs> And also, welcome and thank you to everyone watching our live stream right now. Mm-hmm. So, let's awesome. get into it. All so. right, so before we dive in, I have an important announcement to make for the end of the semester. Wow. Should make it official now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can you believe the semester is almost over? 
Here's some things to remember before you head out next week. All resident halls will close for winter recess at noon, December 11th. Students may not stay in the halls during winter recess. If you are returning, you do not need to move all of your belongings out of the resident hall. If you intend to return to the resident hall in January 2020, you must be registered for spring 2020 classes by Friday, December 6th. If you're not registered, your spring housing will be canceled. So check your email for the winter recess preparation packet. You'll find more information about returning for spring 2020, what you do when you're not returning, and frequently asked questions. For more important updates, remember to check the academic calendar at howard.edu slash calendars. Good luck on your finals. Alrighty. So, if one of our audience members could take this and read our listener letter, the listener letter is just um, one of our roomies that had a little letter to say. So, if somebody could read that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're no, good. No, you're good. You're just good. make sure I'm nice and loud. <laughs> <laughs> Upholding 4.0 season has been really hard. I'm nervous about my finals and if I'm gonna pass. I need—I did well enough in the class to pass, but testing always makes me nervous. I try to study, but I always get distracted on Twitter. No one in the room me is helpful. Finals are really stressing me out. And then I get too stressed to focus. My roommate doesn't seem stressed at all. I don't get it. What can I do? Thanks, signed. Too blessed to be stressed. Mm. Mm. That's right. Wow. I can really feel that, Rumi. Uh, right. Yeah. Especially being senior. I, I would, one thing that I took away from it was like about the group me situation. So mm -hmm. like, it's, group me is always a thing where like, it's so overwhelming, but also at the same time, like you do lean on it for like help and like homework answers sometimes, you know, it was just like study groups. So like, I can definitely feel that roomy for that. Um, but kind of like set aside from being so stressed sometimes, there are different ways to cope. Um, and I really like emphasize this in my own personal life is like self-care. Um, Cause I really think it's really important to like centralize yourself or sometimes not be surrounded by people all the time or just trying to do something that you really love to do that you just never get to do. Just because you get caught up in, um, just school and student activities and all this stuff. Um, so yeah, I like to emphasize self-care. Like um, what I usually do, I like to work out. So I do like, I just go running sometimes. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a fitness person. So like, <laughs> I'll go running for like three or five miles. Um, just Ooh, because like, that just. Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Not be me. Not be me. Um, just like clear my head, have my music in. Um, or um, I like to like uh, explore the city since mm -hmm. DC yeah. is so vast with like museums, mm -hmm. especially in the uh, weather's uh, nice outside. People are like out picnicking or like there's so many festivals and such going on. Like mm -hmm. I think students should, should definitely tap into that more often now instead of being just on campus all the time. So that's something like I would recommend. Spencer gave some really good advice on self-care, but of course, with self-care, don't forget the study part of it, because right. <laughs> you're gonna be even more stressed. Of course, right. you've seen DC, but you don't know anything for your sociology class. So get some study buddies and some study groups. The group me, you know, people may not be helpful, 
in over text, but they could be helpful in person. Mm -hmm. So get a good group of people, go to HSL, go to Founders, or perhaps if you guys live in the same dorm, you guys link up in one of the lounges and just study the material. I know that usually helps me, but make sure with your friends, you know, sometimes your friends are enemies to your 4.0, so don't let them distract you even more than Twitter does. Mm. That part. <laughs> and for sure, so just to kind of go off what you said about, you know, your friends may not always be the most helpful person to be around while you're studying, so when you have to take time and study for yourself, um, one thing that I do in particular is rewrite my notes, and then sometimes my finals are based on previous tests or quizzes, so, you know, always hold on to your quizzes and tests if your professor hands them back, and you can study from that, um, it's kind of like a study guide. You can go through everything, just compress it and make yourself a cheat sheet and study for that. And I just know that the repetition, like constantly seeing the same words and writing it out, the repetition, the motion together, like help it click in your brain and it helps you to memorize that information a little bit better. Just the feedback off of what they said, I think you should definitely utilize the um, lounging areas that we have. Go to iLab, go to Founders, so you can practice like these study techniques. Because whenever I try to study like in my room, it just doesn't work out. I'll be studying in my bed, I'm asleep 10 minutes later, <laughs> 3 a.m. and I'm still studying. So, you know, it's better to just, you know, find a nice quiet space, probably iLab, but sometimes iLab is like really noisy. So maybe go to like one of these areas, like a lounge in your dorm and take advantage of that so you can study. And I think also too, that wasn't shared about like uh, upholding 4.0 like season. Like I, I understand, like I felt, I felt the pressure too, especially as a freshman. I still do, even as a senior, of like keeping up my GPA, um, but like knowing that um, how I study or how I gauge myself in the classroom shouldn't really be against someone else's, even if it's my best friend. Yeah. Um, and everyone says like 4.0 season, yeah. like, oh, it's gonna, I'm gonna get 4.0 season. Um, and sometimes like that's just not the reality. Um, so I would also recommend just to not like stress too hard on that because um, we all are really intelligent because we wouldn't be here if we weren't. <laughs> um, but um, just know that like you're always, you're here for a reason um, and you shouldn't really gauge just because on your GPA. Yeah, don't so. let your GPA, GPA define you. Yeah, absolutely. That was definitely something that I learned when I came to Howard. Like, I just uphold myself to a high standard when it comes to my grades and I was just like, uh, okay, <laughs> so, so these grades are not reflection of mentally where I thought I would perform, but you know, reflect on your performance this semester and like ask yourself, um, did I come to class, take my notes, do what I was supposed to do as a student, and then say, is this the grade that I deserve? You know, sometimes it's not about where you put yourself mentally, it's the work that you did behind mm, it. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, Actually, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Answer. Does any of our live audience, do you guys want to give your input? At all? It's a safe space. Yeah, it's definitely a safe space. <laughs> That's why y'all are here. You can you can pass the emoji if you want to hide your face. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's okay. Okay. A little bit of a nominee. Pass the torch. <laughs> Nobody. Well, I know that um, some people, not me. Yeah. But some people do like social media cleanses where they okay. delete like. I do that too, actually. Yeah. 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 So that would be a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> to delete Twitter. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> delete Instagram, Snapchat can get you too. Right. Because yeah. mm -hmm. you'll be like, oh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have a paper due tomorrow at noon. True story. <laughs> um, 
and I've known about it since first day of class. Oh. <laughs> oh. This semester, first day of class? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so okay. Just August. Context. Yes. Just it happens. So you know the whole yeah. story. Yeah, I definitely do um, like that. But I'm not quite there yet. Um, I've got some stuff on the paper. I've got my outline and everything, but okay. <laughs> it's more than nothing. So yeah, exactly. I, I had two safe. years to do an essay. I didn't do it until the month was due. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how do you guys like pace yourself for like long term? Things like mm. big projects at the end that you know are coming. Ooh, no, I'm sitting this one out again. Two years procrastinating. So. I'm a huge like organizer, but sometimes that organization does not fall through. So like, um, usually what like my routine is, especially for classes, is like you know syllabus week. Like you have all your classes throughout the week, and then you get all your syllabi, and you track down all your dates and stuff. Like I put everything like digitally in a Google Calendar, and I also have like a, a physical um, like planner. Mm-hmm. Everything color coded. It's actually cr- kind of obnoxious how I work, <laughs> but like I'll have something down. Like, you know, August, first day of class. Um, and then I would know when my final is or, like, when I, when I know the final paper is in, like, December. And it's like, yeah, it'll come. <laughs> like, won't touch it. And, like, the teacher will emphasize it in class. Oh, yeah, the final paper, you know, it's November now. Like, you have three weeks until the final paper's due. Like, I won't touch it. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll get it done. But, like, then, like, almost panic mode. I could feel for this uh, roomie who submitted the panic mode of, like, wow, like, I have a final tomorrow, let me, like, stay up all night, <laughs> like, study, or, like, do it. And, like, that's not healthy, like, but I do see that happen sometimes, so, like, um, I'm trying to better myself with, like, my accountability, um, but I do have best friends, um, one who's here right now, that we just try to, like, hold each other accountable and just be, like, all right, you know, it's final season, like, let's emphasize a study every single night for a couple hours, or let's just text each other and be, like, are you studying? Like, you shouldn't be asleep right now. Like, or, right. or, like, you know, get some sleep. Like, take a, like, 20-minute power nap. But also, like, you know, make sure you're on top of it. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Uh, what would you say to, like, that person who does study up, like, study all night long, takes the final, and still fails? That's, like, the most discouraging thing. Like, when you go into a test, you feel like you prepared the most you could. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say that, but, like, you feel like, you know, you feel like you actually did a good job and you get your grade back and you're like, what is this? It's the devil. It's the devil. I really want to say, honestly, like, if you're going to study at the last minute, you might as well not even study at all. Because either way it goes, it's going to be a hell. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I would rather get my Like think, okay, I might know this. And, okay. okay, I feel like you have a better chance. Of <laughs> okay. Okay. Better So, like, doing things in moderation. So, like, prepping things along the week. Yeah. I know I'm not one to talk again. I had two years to do an essay. I didn't <laughs> this, is, this is, like, a true story. IB in high school killed me. But it's, like, when it comes to studying, don't try to cram everything in one thing. My thing is, like, usually during the week, if I don't know by 2 a.m., I'm going to sleep. During finals, if I don't know by 12, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> because yeah. I need to, I should have been prepping alongside the semester to be, like, a review on each unit, you know? So it's like, if I went over something this month, at the end of the month, I should be doing a review of every single thing. And of course, it's like really hard to like try to get yourself and hold yourself accountable to that. Yeah. But it's more so, it's like you have to 
put in the work in order to see the results. Yeah. You can't say, God, you know, you got have my back during this. Yeah, like, like, you know, I was here sometime. I'm like, just let God lead me to the right answer. Let like, go and let God. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. The Lord will lay no burden on you. You can't bear. That's my video on YouTube, like I'm big on YouTube videos, like I just be hours watching YouTube. <laughs> so there was this girl, I forgot her name, but she was giving advice on how to get a 4.0 because I was really like looking forward to that. It's not going to happen this year. <laughs> but she was saying like tips that you should do is, you know, sit in the front. Like that actually makes a difference, sitting in the front. Go to those office hours, actually talk to your teacher. Your teacher should literally, your professor should know your name. Like yeah. they should definitely know your name. By the end of the semester, if they don't know it, just know. Like, you're probably not getting that A. Yeah. So yeah. what I did was in all my classes, I sat in the front, mm -hmm. made sure I gave feedback to all my teachers. So those participation points were literally, like, part, I earned those. Like, mm -hmm. I earned them. So I made sure I did that and made sure, like, throughout the semester, I would, like, see them after class, see them before class, get there early, stuff like that. So I feel like if you're on the verge of, like, not knowing all the information, you think you're going to, well, you do, like, fail the final, at least you have that connection with your professor because they might just, you know, round you up. They might go from that a C so to true. a B. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah and that sense. whole sitting in the front thing, I did that this semester. And that made me feel guilty every time I miss class. Because, like, yeah. I speak yeah. a lot. And, like, the teacher is used to looking at you in exactly. your face. You need to think about and that. if you don't show up, you're just like, dang, they going to know I'm gone. I can't even hide away in the back. It's mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm just going to let you know this kind of, like, screws you over for tests. If you, the teacher sees you struggling every time. Right. You know, you're just here. <laughs> and they're like, are you okay? And you're like, no. But it's just really holding yourself accountable starts with small things like sitting in the front. So you're forced to be there. And the teacher knows your face. So, okay, I understand everything that you guys said, right? And I tried that. So I have, like, this big, really large lecture class. Mm -hmm. oh, and yeah. mind you, we only had class, like, four or five times this semester. Oh. Mm. Okay. So it was hard for me to sit in the front, participate, and get to know my professor. Right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. she was barely there, oh. um, barely kind of responding to her emails and stuff like that. So right now I'm, like, at an 88, and I just don't believe that I believe. Four point shoes, and I was shooting for it. So like, I don't know, like, how should I? What you think I should do? Girl, you take a bribe. Nah. A little Starbucks gift card. Yeah. I hate to say it, but that does seem like one of those situations when, like, is there like no possibility of like, if like classes over completely or? I emailed her a few times, and I don't want to email her again because she's gonna be like, okay, girl, you get on my nerves, take that beat. So, actually, like, a small trick that I used to do, or I still do, actually, if I really need my professor to contact me over email, I'll copy the dean. Yes. And that yeah. actually helps. So, and it, it's, not, it's not a way, like, it's not a way for me to be, like, enticive to, like, almost pressure my professor or whomever to be, like, Oh yeah, you see the dean copy, like you should respond. Mm -hmm. right. Like not to do that, but also at the same time, it it, it hurries the process right. a little bit more. Um, and the whole reason why they have an email and the reason why they give it to you on the first day of class is for them to respond and to right. use it uh, readily. So 
that's kind of a tip I would give you. But that also holds you accountable. Yeah, it holds you accountable too. If the dean is CC'd and you're talking about some, hey, can you like 47 to a 90? And the teacher responds back, you show up to class, you do the work, you got the dean CC'd on everything. They're just looking at this whole interaction going down like you really tried it. Yeah. So it's just make sure, you know, of course, holding yourself accountable. But at the end of the semester, it's like, you know. That could possibly help with the whole dean thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And also, I feel like if you really did everything you're supposed to do, just keep emailing her until you get a response. Like even if she tells yeah. you leave me alone, because at the end of the day, as your professor, if you're a student thinking that you're doing they well and doing what you're supposed to do, right. then she should meet you or he. Your professor should meet you where you're at because yeah. that's part of their job yeah. as a professor to make sure that their students are. Yeah. Okay. But not like super late night, you know, at one a.m. Yeah, within like respectable like, boundaries, yeah, yeah. of course. Of course. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> every two minutes, automatic reply. <laughs> Just don't be scared to advocate for yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And use the other, cla- you know, classmates too, because I know I've learned too the lesson because I kind of like close off, I don't like to ask for help all the time. Like, there's always someone else who's going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Somebody, there has to be somebody. Um, so always like, you know, band together, not like to like rebel and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, like we're gonna cut class. Or like, <laughs> or, like no I've one take the, no one show up for the final. <laughs> but like, you know, just like use your before. resources. Definitely use your re- resources. I can't uh, put for class sure. for everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Any other questions? questions? Yeah. Kind of like bleeding into the Q and A. Okay. Yeah, it, it did. Yeah, no, it's just by <laughs> nature. Yeah. Um, so before we do move on to our official Q and I just want to go through our conversation real quick and you know hit y'all with some key takeaways because we talked about a lot. Yeah, we we hit a lot of things, but um, one key word I like that Spencer said was to centralize, like centralize yourself and de-stress. Self-care, we like throw self-care around a lot, but it is really important to just sometimes remove yourself from the environment that is stressing you out. Go out, do whatever it is that makes you happy and just do it, enjoy like a free mind and everything. And when you come back, be ready to be back and like grind until you've accomplished Mm -hmm. your next two or three goals. And then, you know, go back out, de-stress. You can't focus if you are stressed out. Um, Two, to answer, second takeaway rather is pace yourself um, to the two people who um, asked the first two questions about the assignment that they had all semester and also like they've been up studying all night. To both of you, I would just say pace yourself. Um, because either way, if you know that you have it, <laughs> just set those goals for yourself throughout the semester, throughout the month, after each lecture, you know, set aside 15, 20 minutes to study, set aside an hour or two to work on the assignment every couple of weeks or so. And it's going to be hard, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pace yourself so yeah. you're not feeling it all at once. And then the last takeaway for you guys is just be aware of your resources. Take mm. notes. Make sure your friends in that class take their notes so you guys can come together, study together, email your professor, talk to your professor, sit in the front of the room, participate. Uh, Side note, participation points save my grade in one of these classes because the final, (laughs) I didn't do that well. But um, yeah, there's Founders, iLab, HSL, go to office hours, go to the study lounges. Just be very aware of all your resources. So, you know, when you need a place to go outside of your room, you have that as well. Is there less, any dire questions before we wrap it up? I have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so my question is, how do you address a roommate's um, cleanliness? Mm. And is it specific? It 
can you be a little bit more specific or it's just like overall? Just overall dirty. <laughs> because I honestly think that it can affect your everything. Like if mm-hmm. you don't have a oh, clean yeah. environment, like, like physical, a place mental, to go back to as a spiritual, room, you know? Yeah. Even if you yeah. want to study in your room, it's hard to study if there's always clutter and all that stuff. Yeah. So if your roommate is dirty, yeah. just, <laughs> just how do you approach that with them? How do you make it, you know, better? Um, okay, I have yeah. some. Yeah, I can take this one too. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. I feel like you should go first. <laughs> okay. I just, because my roommate and I, we've had, we recently had to have a conversation. Like my first thing to say to you is, you have to have a conversation with them. And sometimes that makes people uncomfortable, but you just have to do it. Um, my roommate and I, we talked about, she wanted to talk about like reorganizing the chores. Not to say that room was dirty, but she's like really busy and I'm really busy. So we're in and out the room a lot. And it just was kind of like falling into the messy clutter side. Um, and she told me straight up, like she just addressed it. She's like, I'm very passive aggressive. And I am too. She's like, I just really want to talk to you about this. And I don't really know how to go about it. So. Just be mindful. I would say state your intentions up front. And if you have anything like her being passive aggressive was something that she felt kind of held her back. So you could feel free to say that as well. And then just be very clear about what it is that's bothering you and then what your expectations are um, after the conversation is over and also the action items because sometimes we say like I expect the room to be clean but what does clean Mm -hmm. look like so then you say I expect the room to be clean and I want it to be clean like every two weeks someone vacuums so you'll vacuum and then two weeks later I'll vacuum and two weeks later you know then same thing with the bathroom the kitchen you just have to be like very clear because people will get their feelings kind of hurt Mm -hmm. very easily or they're very uncomfortable with talking about things that are personal and to like quickly add on uh, before Layla gives her input I would also say too about um, <clears throat> if you come to like your roommate, they might feel like you're just like trapping them or you're just bombarding them like, oh, our room's dirty just because of you. But also kind of to um, add, not, not to say constructive criticism, but to add to the conversation, like you're also willing to put something into it too. So it's like, because you're sharing a, a shared space. So mm-hmm. you want to give free um, equal uh, responsibility for it. So just make sure that the conversation or even because you, you never know how they're going to react because um, it sounds like it was kind of like lingering on you just didn't know what to do um, but just make sure it doesn't linger even more because it could become worse or it could just be like your it, the, your roommate could also like feel like um, that like, this is just like the norm like oh my roommate you know doesn't really care that we clean like I'm just going to keep it dirty like so just try to have that conversation and like bring equal to it Coming from the side, I, I'm not gonna lie, I have been that roommate at a point. Because, like, from after homecoming until like a couple weeks ago, I was extremely busy. I was never in my room. So, it's like, of course, and I, I'm so meticulous. I always clean every single Friday, like, vacuum, change my sheets, wash my clothes, the whole shebang. Like, I deep clean the room. And, like, after homecoming, I fell off. I got, like, really stressed out. And, like, I was always studying and stuff like that. So, like, my side of the room began to take notice. So, my roommate, she came up to me and she was like, hey, like, we need to have a sit-down talk because, like, you're not, like, are you, first of all, are you okay? Because she's noticed that I fell off my game. So it's mm-hmm. like, if you and your roommate are close enough, you guys should start off the initial conversations, like, is everything good with you? Because, you know, you never really know how other people's mental states are, and their side of the room usually reflects that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, because, like, you know. Whenever I'm stressed. Whenever you're stressed, it looks like a yeah, tomato patch. Yeah, my roommate is, too. Like, yeah, it's just, like, when you're stressed <laughs> out, that room no, is just, <laughs> 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. she came up to me and she was like, hey, like, da 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 da. And I was like, don't worry, I got you. I hate it too. You know? <laughs> I hate it too. Trust me, I'm uncomfortable too. <laughs> so it's like, really try to develop a relationship with your roommate because if you guys aren't already like, you know, I'm not saying you guys gotta be like besties or whatever, but it's like, if you guys don't have a, like, a relationship in which you can just talk to each other. Yeah. The, like anything you say is already gonna come off as hostile because you're like, first of all, I just live with you, you know, Co-existing. why are you coming, yeah. you know, X, Y, and Z. So don't, we don't want the situation to possibly escalate towards that. Yeah. But if you guys can't seem to resolve, like possibly getting a feel for each other's schedules because there could be conflicting schedules. So it's like, okay, how about when you're free on Tuesdays? I see that you're free from like four to six or something like that. You're free after four o'clock. How about you pick up small things or like, okay, so I'll, vacuum you can wipe down counters and stuff like that we can get some bins for organization mm-hmm. it's like just small stuff like that and it's just like kind of make your room environment because like i understand it's like it's just a room you don't live here at howard but it's supposed to be a second home so like do small things to make your room feel homey yeah because when it feels homey you're more likely to keep it clean like yeah. my roommate and i we decorate for every single thing <laughs> like we decorated for halloween we have our christmas decorations up so it's like when you have like homey feel, you're more inclined to keep it clean. Keeps like, okay, I live here too, rather than just like, oh, I just stay here, you know? Yeah, yeah. On the flip side too, because sometimes it's not always all good with your roommate. If you really don't feel comfortable talking to them, you can always go to your RA for help yeah. as a moderator. I have a third eye. They're there. Yeah, absolutely. That's why sometimes they're there. we don't get they're along assisting you as a don't resident. Don't fight your roommate. RA. Do not fight your roommate. <laughs> yep, RA, yep. Resident <laughs> assistant. <laughs> don't fight yeah. your roommate. You don't want to I think we had that. another question. I just have a comment, actually. Yeah. The little two cents in. So, I went to college in Texas. Totally different. But um, I think for me, kind of knowing and maybe even when you're having a conversation with your roommate, telling them the importance of creating like a safe space within your room um, y'all are in the city, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And this is, this is not, a, I was born here, like, this is not an easy city to navigate all the time, you know, whatever grade or level you're in, whatever, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of extra stresses every year and every year, and if at the very least you can come back to your room and, like, decompress and, you know, get your mind right, um, that comes from, it comes from cleanliness. It comes from, you know, feeling like you and your roommate have a common ground. It comes from taking responsibility for what you're doing and what you're contributing. But when you have that like free flowing energy in your room, it's like you know your your mind is just able to flow and process. Even if you're not doing work, that's just you know spending time uh, listening to music or cooking or things that keep you going. You know what I'm saying? Other than school, like yes, school is the majority of the topic here. But I think you can't be successful in school or in a job or whatever if you know you can you can't even be successful in your own home. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Well said. Any other questions? Do we have any questions on the live by chance? No? Okay. Anything else? Yeah, go ahead. I don't even know how to pose a question. But like I know it wasn't so much a personal problem, Mm -hmm. but I know that like in terms of who was allowed in the room became a problem for some Mm -hmm. people. And actually, no, I'm not even gonna cap. It did become a little bit of a problem for me because someone's lifestyle may not be yours, mm-hmm. who they allow in and out of the room. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, how would you address that? Mm-hmm. Control the energy in your space. The intent yeah. may be temporary while they're there, 
But regardless, it was not something that you asked or like talked about with your roommate or like whatever. Mm. And like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, At all, if you guys understood what I'm asking. No, I can definitely yeah. feel that because um, just speaking on me, I, I do feel like sometimes having a roommate, it's almost like the unsaid kind of thing where it's just like, yeah, we live together, but we don't need to talk or form a relationship. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I'll bring my friends over and I won't let you know. And then it becomes like a build up, like what you shared. Um, so kind of my advice, I guess, in that kind of situation would just be, uh, of course, not to address it when they have friends over or external friends, but to find the appropriate time because um, there is an appropriate time for it. I mean, there is a bad time to have this kind of conversation, but appropriate time to be like, hey, you know, uh, last week you had a friend over, um, you know, I was studying or you never told me, like, let's try to like practice, like just texting each other, oh, I'm having a friend over or giving like me heads up who's coming over. Yeah. Um, and then from there, it can lead into another conversation. Um, if you guys are comfortable with each other, it'd be like, not to like single out a certain friend that they bring or a certain group of friends that they bring, just to be like, oh yeah, I don't like it. I don't like when they're doing X, Y, and Z. Like, you know, because this is our, this is our, this is where we live, and I want to want them, excuse me, to respect our space. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that kind of conversation, I think, could be a nice, healthy one. Um, but if they're like not for it, or if they try to disregard it, of course, bring in like a third party or like your RA and such, because um, that's what you know. They're always there for that kind of assistance. Because sometimes it does happen, like. You can think of a conversation that can just go so smoothly, and then someone can react completely extreme and just be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! I just wanted to talk to you. Like, yeah. you know, I don't want, you know, I don't want to be like, you know, too hard on you." But yeah, so hopefully that helps. Don't be afraid. I know for just from our perspective of living in town, like we use roommate contracts like law-abiding citizens. So you know, like, <laughs> like, hey, Lashana, we we agree that we go that we're gonna um, notify each other and that certain guests at the certain hours is just mm -hmm. not allowed. And mm -hmm. then be honest, like that's another thing residents struggle with. Like, I'm not conversational. No, because y'all both pay for a side. Just say, you know, hey, yeah, look, I don't mind you having friends in the room, just let me know, heads up. And then also, can you make sure they stay on your side? And right. can you all be mindful? Because it's also, that's another thing, communication is key, and then your tenor and your approach. Because mm. it's a difference, me saying, hey, that girl, your friend that's in my room, I don't like her, y'all be too loud, versus me saying, hey, you know, um, your friend, like, she cool and all, but, like, you know, when y'all get together, y'all get a little loud, and I just always try to study, you know, y'all always here Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> so, right. Can we yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, just gotta, just gotta take your cards out. Just, like I said, don't be afraid. Cause some residents think come to the arts niche. No, it's not. Like, we're we're literally here to vent. Like we get paid minimal, very minimal. <laughs> we do care though. We do also care. We like this is what we're here for to listen to you all grievances. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we take your grievances, yeah. and we process your grievances, we true. analyze those grievances, <laughs> and we disperse those grievances. Mm, well said. Thank you so much for that. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank thank you. you. We love so, our perspective. I know we can't keep the conversation going forever because we aren't are on a time constraint, um, but we do have uh, like our listener letter portion. Uh, it's on our website. So. If you have a problem like this or something of the sort that we didn't address today, you can just drop it in. 
through our website, um, follow us on social media. We'll do our little plug towards the end. Um, but yes, there's always a room to us to uh, specifically anon anonymously air out whatever you're dealing with. Um, and we, we address them on our episodes. Um, so definitely know that's an outlet for you guys. Mm -hmm. Your roommate instead of HBCU confessions this year. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Look, because I'm in a nice. profession. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we had a social media contest and we have an update on that. Thank you guys so much for participating. Yes, thank you. So we picked our winners. Um, <laughs> we hope you guys found it fun. If you guys did, we appreciate your feedback and we might have another one of these events next Absolutely. semester. Yeah. So, you know, just let us know. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out real quick to our three roomies who did win the, the contest. We had Cambridge, Priscilla, and Madison, mm -hmm. and they won their choice of gift cards to Chipotle, one at Starbucks, and one for Uber. Mm -hmm. You know how college life goes. <laughs> and also we had a website makeover. So if you want to check it out, go to bit.ly slash dearroomies. And then stay updated with us. Um, check on our newest cast members on the website. And also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Dear Roommate HU, and use the hashtags hashtag Dear Roommate and hashtag HU Roommates. Okay, yeah. and then also don't forget our podcast is now on Apple Podcasts, yes. iTunes, yes. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, yep. and SoundCloud. We there is no here. excuse. We live. Take from us. We live everywhere, okay? Exactly. Everywhere here at podcasts. Um, but this event was really fun. Um, I'm glad we were able to do this. We hope to do this more um, and to have a bigger crowd, um, just more engagement with our students. Um, but that wraps up season two. Um, I can't believe season two is oh, like already over. Um, we started last spring when uh, we didn't expect this to be like a big thing and we're just going doing greater and greater things um, coming spring, so stay tuned. But everyone, please have a safe and wonderful uh, winter break, you know, the final, it's the midst of final still, Hope, hopefully you guys don't, you know, stress too much like a roomie, uh, too, too stressed to be blessed, um, too blessed to be stressed, excuse me. Um, <laughs> that would be a whole other game. Um, but yes, definitely, you know, get some rest too, please don't pull those all-nighters, because your brain is tired when you're doing those all-nighters, and you can't get a good grade on that final, like, <laughs> exactly, um, but yes, good luck with the rest of your finals, and we see you guys in the new decade, 2020, uh, thanks for me, alright, bye guys, bye, bye guys.